1: Until Jesus returns, there's going to be perverters of the gospel. And that comes in different forms. In Corinth, a lot of it was a perversion toward indulgence of the flesh, toward, you know, allowing everything. They took God's grace and understood it as meaning that wicked behaviors were fine because Jesus had paid for it.
0: Since all of your sins have already been forgiven, Why don't you just go out and do what your heart desires? I think all Christians have wrestled with this idea at one point or another, but this isn't why Jesus died. Today, Pastor David is going to remind you that Jesus died for your sin, so that you could be free from sin. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 3, as he continues his message, Embracing Identity.
1: Jesus gives us a whole, the entire book of Proverbs, and in most of the epistles, he gives very specific, clear direction about how we should have uncomfortable conversations with one another how we handle the the friction that is natural in the body of Christ there's going to be you know places where we're we're rubbing up against each other in ways that are uncomfortable he talks about us being the stones of the temple fitted together so it's like this doesn't quite fit you have to chisel that piece off a little bit right? you have to you have to make it fit and that's part of the point we're doing that together and so the nuances of how that's going to work out in your life require you to get in the word and let Jesus disciple you because it, there, there's a lot of, of layers and specifics to how that's going to work. Right? It's your whole life, there's a million different situations we get into. But the bottom line from this first part that I want us to just take hold of is he's saying we need to let his spirit in us do its job, let, let let him do his work in us. And we need to embrace the fact that he says he's given us the power and the instruction to grow in this and to let his love lead us to humility. Let him bear that fruit in us. He builds on it more. He says in verse five, who then is Paul? Who is Apollos? but ministers through whom you believed, servants who God used as the Lord gave to each one. Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God is the one who gave the increase. So then neither the one who plants is anything special nor the one who waters. God is the one who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor because we are God's fellow workers You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God that was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. Another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus, the Messiah. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold or silver or precious stones or wood or hay or straw, each one's work will become clear. Because the day will declare what's been built. It'll be revealed by fire. The fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved, but as through fire. Now, he's emphasizing here again, right? This thing of we have no right to divide against one another. Or get into the, the the divisions in a way where we're getting puffed up because who is Apollos? Who's Paul? He's like, God, every one of us, every every teacher, every denomination God has used to bless you, God used. So thank God that he used this church or another church or a different teacher. It's like, that's awesome. Thank God that he's done that. But don't divide behind that. Don't use that and like hold that up against others. But then he goes on here to explain that while it's foolishness for us to divide against one another, to compare ourselves against one another, he says, we must take a look at ourselves. It's not mine to judge you, but I need to take a look at what I'm doing with my own life. And the warning here is is twofold, right? First, he warns us these Especially the leaders, part of what he was dealing with was, was confusion among the leaders. He's warning them that there's no foundation except Jesus. And in a lot of the different letters, you'll see this is a repeated issue. In Galatians chapter one, the the letter to the church in Galatia, right? This is a different church that was having issues that, that Paul was training them in. Paul says, There are some who trouble you, who want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we preach to you, let that person be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. He tells us, until Jesus returns, there's gonna be perverters of the gospel. And that comes in different forms. In Corinth, a lot of it was a perversion toward indulgence of the flesh toward, you know, allowing everything. They took God's grace and understood it as meaning that wicked behaviors were fine because Jesus had paid for it. So in the church, people were getting drunk at communion. One guy was sleeping with his stepmom. They were sleeping with the temple prostitutes, right? They were going into the demonic temples and participating with that. And he's like, let us not build again what Jesus died to tear down. The things that enslaved us. Let's not go back to that. But the other side of this, what was happening in Galatia, was a legalism. It's like you know, trusting in Jesus, just walking with Him, that's not enough. You have to jump through these different hoops. You have to add these cultural expectations that Jesus has not given you. And. Both sides of that are, are false. They're perversions of the gospel. And they're destructive because they don't give life. They're no foundation. Jesus talked about it like, you're building on the sand. There's only one foundation. There's only one message that gives life. There's only one truth. And so he says, "Reject anything besides Jesus, any other gospel that would twist itself, away, twist away from." Just walking with Jesus. And from there then he says, pay attention to what you're building with your life. Having laid the foundation, it's only Jesus. Point number two is pay attention to what you're building. The way he, right, he says, take heed. Think about it. Because you are building something, right? You're doing something every day. You're doing stuff. You're building something. So take heed, pay attention. Think about, be intentional with what you're building. Not to earn salvation, because there's no other foundation. Jesus is the foundation. You're not building to earn salvation, but you are building to earn reward. And if we, I mean, if you think about it, that's actually really an exciting prospect, because what he's saying is you have already received the inheritance of salvation through Jesus the inheritance of eternity with Jesus, like we've been unpacking through these different weeks. But he says, but, but what you do right now, you can earn more inheritance. You can earn bonuses. Pay attention. What are you doing? What are you, putting, what are you investing your energy in? And he's so kind because he knows how he has made us. Right? He's, he's not saying you all need to do the same thing that Paul did. Right? Maybe you're Apollos. Maybe your name is your own, right? Maybe you're just you. And God made you that way on purpose. And knit you together in your mother's womb with your unique giftings and desires. And He says He has prepared good works for you to walk in. He's already got purposes for you to get creative with Him about. And now He has given you His Spirit, because you've trusted in Him, to give life to those things, to, to give you His power.
0: so glad you tuned in to main thing radio today we'd like to encourage you to continue reading god's word daily looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages there's always something to learn from the bible and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine If you'd like to listen to more teachings from the book of 1 Corinthians, you'll find them at mainthingradio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed there's always a moment to pause, those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast
0: button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach in the About tab on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. That's all the time we have for today, but please join us again next time right here on Main Thing Radio.